the whole point behind partnerships for Stomping Ground is to form a reciprocal relationship with organizations, agencies, people, businesses, mentors, anybody, and look at the connection and relationship and the community that we have around us with an abundance mindset and build understanding based on humility. Welcome everybody to Building a Stomping Ground Season 4. I'm Maddie and I'm going to be hosting this season. We've got some incredible episodes in store for you from all of our partnership organizations that send youth to camp. Those are Aliforni, George Jackson Academy, Rochester City School District, Franklin Community Center, Captain, Brooklyn Emerging Leaders Academy, Wellspring, Frank Chapman Memorial Institute, Kelly's Angels, and Big Brothers, Big Sisters of the Capital Region. At Stomping Ground, we approach pretty much everything through a partnership mindset. We try and think of things in abundance. These partnerships that you're going to hear on this podcast are from some truly incredible and passionate and talented leaders of these organizations, and they have so much to share with us. And these 10 organizations are not where partnership stops with Stomping Ground. We are partnered with so many businesses, individuals, organizations, nonprofits, people, just people doing incredible things in their community. This first episode is a really special one. Our founder and executive director, Laura Kriegel, is here on the podcast with me to talk about why partnerships are important, the history, how they got started at Stomping Ground, and where they've gone since. Laura is a dreamer, and every time I talk to her, I feel inspired and like I can go out and change the world. I'm so excited for this episode. Um, You probably all know her and love her. I'm here with Laura Kriegel. Hi, everybody. So exciting. Welcome to the Partnership Podcast Series. We're going to be talking with all of our partnership organizations and learning more about them. But before we do that, Laura is going to give us a really good history of what partnerships are, why they're important, how we do them, and all that kind of stuff. So, Laura, let's, let's stomping ground fashion start with why. Um, why, why are partnerships important? Oh, Maddie, it's such a good question. But wait, like back up for a second. Like, holy freaking cow. Like you just said you were going to make a podcast and then you just are making it and making it happen. And it's so fun. So I'm just having a moment of gratitude for the amount of work you've put in to make this podcast happen. Um, partnerships, like why do we do any of this? Where did it all start is such a good question. And I think the why, um, comes from like wanting to, uh, make camp accessible and inclusive for anybody and everybody who wants to be a part of it. And that comes from this like deep seated, like I know, and I think the people who work for Campy Around from the very beginning of the organization till right now, all also inherently know that we have something really, really special here. We have a uh, community of dreamers and thinkers and, and um, creatives and believers. And it not only benefits the kids that are coming in to have access to that kind of culture, but those kids help shape and make this culture. Um, And if it was only kids that like traditionally go to summer camps, um, which often are like wealthier, whiter communities, um, we would be missing out as a camp program for like not hearing the voices of other places and other communities. So um, I think that's part of the why. I think there are many layers to the why, but that comes to mind first. the origin story of like why it all got started is is different as well. Um, so in 2015, we started the first summer of Stomping Ground. And then in 2016, 
I think I was wrestling a lot with the like, well, what is it that camp directors do the rest of the year? And how can mm. I be like finding ways to engage with kids? I was like really, really missing kids stuff because I was like, well, I wanted to start this program for kids, but then I only get to like play with kids for a certain smaller portion of the year. So like, how can I have kid time? Um, and I was living in Rochester at the time and um, contacted a, like a, I was living in the city of Rochester as well. So I, I contacted like a local agency that was a transitional housing partnership. Um, and I think it was just like a cold email, me being like, I wonder if there's like some kind of youth programming that I could be a part of in this space. Um, and I connected with an, a woman named Gloria Martin. Um, and Gloria said, like so many people do in like her position, I will would love volunteer help and don't really know what you would be doing or how you could help or anything like that. But like, why don't you just come over and meet the kids and meet the families and meet the the staff that we have here? So I was like, great. This sounds wow. like something that could be fun, but I have no idea what I'm walking into. And she had no idea who I was, but we kind of like took a chance on each other, I think. Mm. Um, it was really fun. I spent several years like working closely with Gloria. Turns out she ended up sending kids to camp, which is like the original way we started these partnerships. But before that, it was a chance for me to like get out of the house, get off my computer um, and go into the basement of this building in downtown Rochester with like, I don't know, between five and seven kids who were living in this space for a period of time as they're transitioning from place to place all over the city. Um, and it was like their parents could kind of drop them off in the basement with me. And I basically had like a maker space and we would just like get up to whatever it is we wanted to so in the basement. And it was fun because we were just like, one, I selfishly like getting some kid time and getting to play. But two, I think what dawned on me halfway through was I'm building some trust with these kids and with their parents and now once I've built that trust, it makes sense to go say to Gloria or to their families, like, hey, so I also am like kind of trying to start this camp. Like maybe the kids who've been playing with me in the basement every Wednesday and would want to come and like join me and do the whole do that, but like for a whole week. And I think they were able to say yes to that or interested in saying yes to that because I just like put the work in to spend the time and do the like play. You built with built the relationships, we played with the them, we trusted. The trust. Yeah. yeah, because also just to be frank, like how many like well-meaning like young white women go into those spaces and say, yeah, well, should, you know, trust me or join this program or I'm trying to help in this way or that way. And I um, I don't think it was as I don't think I was maybe as mindful of it at that point in my life as I am now, but I'm um, like reflecting back on it, thinking about how I'm glad that I spent the time doing the doing the relationship building before just saying like here's this program it's free come and join it right or whatever. right yeah. right right it makes so much sense I don't even know if I've ever heard the full story of how partnership mm -hmm. started and it makes so much sense that it started with you reaching out to someone saying how can I help you like what like I have this I have this want and this need to like play because right. like if anyone knows Laura she's a giant big kid and just wants to play all the time and make art um, which is so fun, but it makes so much sense that that was kind of your initial, you know, ask was like, can I just come and help you? And and how does that work? It also reminds me of your story that you tell of being a kid on a, on, you know, a cul-de-sac or whatever, and getting all your neighbors to come out and play. It's kind of the same thing. You kind it of certainly thing. is. Yeah. Yeah. It's like just an intrinsic part of who I am. That's, that feels good. I think yeah. there's another piece of the why too, that maybe is useful for 
to to record and and document and like to have it live on in this kind of archive that you're creating it's the um we're building this place from scratch and therefore we have more capacity than we are filling for the first several summers before we like the word of mouth marketing spread and now we're full and we have all these waitlists and we have to build more capacity all that stuff before it got all that complicated we just like did have the space and so um, James Davis, who is still on our board, and Jack were like, the philosophy was, well, we're going to build the plane. The plane's going to take off on June 21st, no matter what. And if all the seats aren't full, the plane's still going to take off. But if all the seats are full, the plane's still going to take off. Fill the plane was the idea. And fill it with the kids who want to be there. And like, don't worry about the cost of it, because you're going to have to spend the cost on all of the staff and all of the program stuff and whatever. So just like fill the plane. And so we had an opportunity then to fill it, not with, not with the kids who were like already going to have some of these experiences. Like we had an opportunity to go and seek out or find spaces that we could learn from and incorporate into our program. It was like an intentional, humble curiosity, growing, getting out of your comfort zone idea. Right. I think something you know, we're building an, a community in like a really intentional way. And partnerships is one of the ways that we do that. We do that in a lot of ways, like, right. who we, you know, hiring staff and, you know, how we advertise camp and all that kind of stuff. But partnerships are like a huge part of it. And I think you were talking about this earlier too, the framing of like, it's almost like selfish for us in a way I'm thinking about now, but the framing of, you know, these kids, these organizations, these community partners are going to bring so much knowledge and joy and like all of the this stuff into, you know, lived experience into our community and into our program. And like, that's gonna enrich our community in a way that like, we really, really are looking for. And we don't know what it's going to look like, you know, it's different mm-hmm. every summer and every session. And, but mm-hmm. that's almost like a, like a, it's it's just very different than I think a lot of people talk about like scholarships, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. people talk about it in a way of like, and, and, you know, it's also a generous thing, like, you know, we're giving in a way too, but it, it's such, it's so much more than that. It's so much about the relationship. You know? Yeah. And, and maybe it's like intentionally looking at who's coming to camp, like you, who has a seat at the table, who's coming to camp, and then taking a step even further back and saying, well, who could be coming to camp if we were... Mm like what what seats um should we pull up to the table what seats where should we extend the table to um and i think that there are still certainly like communities that we haven't connected with that we could learn from i'm thinking about Absolutely. like yeah so so many places and organizations and people that already have community that we can reach out to and say we want to build you a seat at this table if you're interested um and here's why right right yeah and get and meeting with the other people in their organizations who are doing the same thing that you did. They're going into their communities and they're building the trust and they're building the relationships and they're spending the time. And that just like widens all of our reach, right? So it's not just people that we know, but it's like people that we know that they know that they know that they know and then come on over, come play at camp with us. Yeah. We want to have fun. Yeah. Because everybody has a need to play and Mm -hmm. everybody plays differently. And when we build a space where the point is to play together, built on that, it's just like, that's really what we're doing. I like the airplane bit. It's kind of 
uh, Laura and I's bit from this last summer was we're building like a rocket ship crew. Um, yeah. Like we're going to space, but it's kind of fun. It's like being a kid again. Like come make a giant cardboard rocket ship with us and mm-hmm. play outside. Yeah, there's like imaginative freedom, creativity, and like, you know, build it, build it with us. We don't all, and I think us starting with the, like, we don't have all the right answers and we don't know all, it's like the humility piece. It's like approaching any of these partnerships and saying, like, is this something that you would want or would be useful for you or the community that you're a part of? Because it would be useful for us. Let's hold on to that because I want to come back to that kind of like I'm very interested in like reciprocal relationships and I want to talk more about that. But before, just in case like anybody is super new to Stopping Ground or Laura, can you tell us what are partnerships? Like what is this thing we're talking about? Mm -hmm. How does it work? So Maddie, this podcast that you're doing is specifically interviewing the partnerships that we have that send kids to camp this summer. But when we think about partnerships, Let's think about it even bigger and grander than that. We're not only partnering with um, agencies and organizations that send kids to camp, but we're also partnering with other community spaces, organizations, businesses, individuals, like looking for ways we can mutually benefit each other. Right. It's like now that we have this home base, like this farmhouse, this like space that we get to inhabit throughout the whole year, we're able to. We're like building a community, right? Like we're, that's how you do it. You find a, a space to be. And once you're there, you start building relationships and those relationships lead to other, other relationships. And like historically for Stomping Ground, partnerships have made sense in the more kind of traditional way that we're talking about of you send kids to camp. But now that we are, you know, evolving and changing and growing into this space, it makes sense for us to have partnerships that are like, so varied. Yeah. We want to expand the definition of partnerships to also incorporate the local area, other nonprofits and businesses and community members that like want to be a part of this community with us. So whether that's, yeah, MLK Saratoga or Pitney Farms or Saratoga Youth Safe Space or Create Studios, um, all of these places that we look at in our immediate area or beyond and say, wow, we really admire what you're doing. How could we work together to like share in that possibility? How can we seek out partnership opportunities with them? I'm thinking about RCSD kind of fits into both categories. RCSD is stands for the Rochester City School District. And this is a pretty long standing partnership with us. Um, and originally it was like it, it was both and the we want to save spots and bring kids from RCSD to camp. But also we want this to be a direct pipeline from those kids coming to camp to also those kids being on staff someday, um, which has been really successful. I think we've had some really incredible staff over the years um, and still do um, have staff who have uh, come through the Rochester City School District, experienced the program, and then been on staff or just directly been on staff um, and then graduated to like the leadership level with us. So that would be like a, a, a type of partnership. Okay, I'm thinking broadly about other partnerships that we've uh, interacted with and created over the course of making Stomping Ground happen. And one of them would be Three Heads Brewery, which is also in Rochester, New York. And early on in our in our fundraising journey, we connected with them and said, what if we had this like, uh, what if we created a Be Kind Festival where we celebrate people doing good things, being kind in Rochester, and each month highlight a different nonprofit that could 
like shared their story with a larger with the larger community come drink a good beer every year also have like a festival in which we celebrate one of the nonprofits bring in a bunch of musicians raise a bunch of money and then give it to that particular nonprofit when then that those proceeds rotate through um so that's another example of a partnership like with three heads brewery to be able to fund some of the things that are happening at camp um then there's also the partnerships of just like the Alley Forney Center and George Jackson Academy, um, the Franklin Community Center, Captain Wellspring, all the folks that you've heard about on this podcast so far that are um, that we've connected with who have connection to or uh, relationship with kids, youth in the community um, and their families. Um, and I've identified like people who could join us in our program, both to like get the experience of camp, but also share their viewpoints with the other people in our community here at camp. And I think just with my experience over the past couple of years, those relationships, you know, like you're talking about with all sorts of different types of partnerships and different like organizations that support us and we support them in so many ways has like felt really natural, but also intentional. It's been it tends to be like someone meets us and then they, you know, mention it to someone else who happens to, you know, run a brewery that we can, you know, run right. a, an event at or um, or sometimes like you were talking about earlier, like our team kind of realizes, oh, there's kind of this seat at the table that we want to be there, but we're not currently like nobody's sitting there in it. So how can we like go out and find them in a way that's like through kind of our connections already, but is more intentional of like, this is something we're missing. Like, here's a place we really admire. Yeah. And authentic because it requires like more of an organic um, connection. Um, and sometimes that can feel like, you know, more genuine, I think. Right. Um, and another ex awesome example of a partnership, a recent partnership that has formed that came out of that like really genuine relationship is Kelly's Angels, um, mm. where Jennifer, who is a new add to our board of directors, said, I work with somebody who is on the board for this other organization. I think that we should kind of collaborate and figure out how to, you know, they have access to kids who um, have been impacted by terminal illness, like a family member or someone in their close circle has been affected by terminal illness has experiencing the grief associated with that and so how can we give a place for those kids to come to camp and like build all the things and play and be kids at camp right and they're so close to us it's like getting yeah. to learn about people who are 15 minutes from us who are doing work that is so so right. related because there's so many right. once you start drawing lines it's so easy to connect okay let's circle back to this like reciprocal relationships having this like very um, mutually beneficial kind of partnership. Tell me more about why you think that's important and like how we've been able to do that with partners. Yeah, I think that there's, once we open the door and like initiate a partnership, whether the partnership reaches out to us or we reach out to them, it's a real relationship. It's way more than like, Maddie's just going to email you a few times and you're going to send, put the kids on the bus and send them to camp. It's like, um, we become intimately connected, both teams. And what that looks like can take different forms depending on our needs or or the organization's needs. I thought of another good example, Maddie, of that might highlight this particular thing, a budding partnership that we currently are working on with Pitney Farms, which is a local community farm in Saratoga. And this is a perfect example of like the reciprocal relationship piece of it. So 
Pitney's mission is to kind of connect community and be the like a hub for folks that are interested in like some of the sustainability and community organizing around farming um, and and gardening. They don't have a base of kids necessarily, um, but they do want to build more kid related programming. Um, so I met with Brooke McConnell, who is their current um, executive director, and talked about like, well, what what could a partnership between us look like? And it's it's kind of coming into play. It's kind of fun to think about. They're going to provide some of the food for our salad bar this summer, grown locally and like um, sustainably. And we're going to get to have like fresh food that um, they're going to just give to camp, which is such a cool opportunity for us, Amazing. but also have us work with them and their team to maybe put on a fall week of camp post our season. So what would it look like to have a few of our year-round staff coordinate with their year-round staff to do kind of a pop-up stomping ground type summer program, but like on their site um, in the fall? Once you get the ball rolling on exciting things of what, you know, we've got space, we've got connection to youth, you've got a farm and like delicious produce. And then we get to talk about that with the kids, you know, in the dining hall, and then they get more interested in it. And then, you know, it just goes, grows and grows from there. The spirit of partnership, I think once you open that door, like we're talking about, then all kinds of possibilities open up and all kinds of like ideas get generated. and, And that I think there's like a mindset like we talk all the time about at camp about like everything being based on mindset. You can change your mindset to think about conflict in a different way instead of finding shame and blame as a result of conflict, looking for the connection and innovation. So with partnerships, the possibility of partnership means there are so many ways in which we could like mutually benefit each other. Let's look for those things. Let's like, it's the shift between scarcity mindset and like abundance mindset. And abundance mm-hmm. mindset is like, you know, if we were to build with each other something more instead of feeling like we're competing for the same amount of resources. That's the partnership mindset, I think. And it also is related to kids. I think when we build, we talk at camp all the time, like one of our big themes during staff orientation and like a repeated mantra that we we do with staff each summer is like the partner with, not power over. And, and I think that partner with in the way that you are talking about it through the partnership programs that we build is still partner with versus power over. So it's like we partner with these organizations instead of powering over and saying like, well, we only have like space for or the room for this kind of understanding of what a partnership could look like. Instead, we're saying, what do you want from it? And let's build from there. And I've been humbled by some of the people who have joined in that with us and seen that partnership mindset and taught me um, and you and the rest of the team here about like, like we've just learned so much from that. I think that's like the abundance mindset I'm thinking of, like sitting with um, Maggie Franck, who is the executive director at Wellspring um, last year for a period of time. I just like being in awe of her and her leadership in the impact sector all across the capital region. And then reaching out to her and saying like, I just really want to learn from you. I want to get to know you. I want to be in your circle. I want to understand how you think about like being a leader and what it is that you're doing and how it is that you're um, connecting with others and raising money and why you care about this stuff. And I think um, I have learned so much from her. It's like a piece of the partnership that I wouldn't have been, you know, if we were just open in like kind of the scarcity or closed mindset way, it wouldn't have turned out that way. But now I can say I have like, 
a real connection and a mentor in in this work because of our partnership and because of her saying like yes and to that partnership mentality. I think the partnership mindset it just is, you know, so related to our mission and and everything we do and we can approach pretty much everything with that. So anyone listening to this podcast, keep listening every week because we're going to get to learn from some really cool people who yes. work at incredible organizations who are doing really impactful work um, and who have taught us so much. And so I'm really excited for them to get to share, you know, yes. more about their work and their mission and how it connects to us, but also just how it connects to the world and and how we're all in our little bits, you know, making our impact um, and like sharing that partnership mindset and that abundance mindset. Right. All right, Laura, this is a tradition you started um, and it's now a tradition on this podcast, which is so fun. So give us our first 10 second celebration. What is something that has happened recently that's coming up um, mm -hmm. in work, in your life that you just want to celebrate for a second? Oh, let's think. Um, I want to celebrate that last weekend, I got to go down to New York City on some business trip. I had a few meetings, I got to talk with some parents. Um, but then I also got a chance to go to the Guggenheim. And there's an incredible exhibit there right now called Going Dark. And it's about um, visibility and invisibility and um, desired visibility and desired invisibility. And it just kind of blew my mind. I like think I left the exhibit feeling like my brain was on fire in the best way possible. And so I'm celebrating the opportunity to go down to New York and just the opportunity to live in a world where art exists. It's just all about partnership and it's abundance. All about partnership and abundance and relationships and collaboration. And love. And love. <laughs>